everybody. Welcome back to Allo there. We missed you a lot. I'm Libby Hamilton. And I am Donovan Shard Davis. <laughs> um, and yeah, hello. Happy Allo there Friday. We are so sorry about last week, but we had just gotten back from a very fun road trip to Santa Fe, New Mexico, and we were just like absolutely drained and just needed a week of rest so we're back we're here now to talk about everything yeah everything (laughs) exactly this is kind of going to be a culmination of many different topics all rolled into one so we'll just kind of have to see where the podcast takes us honestly and we'll go from there get ready (laughs) buckle down which is a theme for us really a past like episode four we were like yeah we don't know what this episode is about (laughs) exactly it's just kind of like well we'll see where it goes yeah like (laughs) who knows what this is going to be titled like I literally could not tell you (laughs) exactly exactly but um yeah I mean just to begin we are gonna just kind of talk about what we've been up to New Mexico Mm. um we could talk about Juneteenth barbecue if we wanted to I mean there's lots to cover so yeah yeah definitely we've had a busy couple of weeks indeed we have which is I think everyone has the world has had a busy couple of weeks it has yeah (laughs) it's been a little bit crazy um no things are getting crazy again so everybody keep please wearing masks yeah truly Uh, though and just like if you're gonna see people don't do it in like a public place yeah what a mess guys what a mess yeah it's odd times indeed but (laughs) to talk about something positive for a hot second why don't like let's just I don't know again I don't we're not really certain where to go with this conversation (laughs) so why don't we just start with like talking about New Mexico and stuff like first of all we would like to give Libby's grandparents a big shout out thank you very much (laughs) <laughs> um, it's Libby's Nina and Papa for having us in their beautiful, beautiful home. We had a complete blast, um, Sophie, Libby, and I. Um, it was such a great time. And, yeah. Um, Thank you, Nana and Papa, if you're listening. My Nana loves our podcast. My Papa called it odd. Um, and honestly, I can't blame him, so. It's like fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's valid. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we we live about six hours away driving um, from Santa Fe, and we left we left and we hit Trader Joe's, which, as everybody knows who's been listening, I've been horribly wanting to go to Trader Joe's. This was my second time since being back in Colorado. Um, we got five bags of sour Scandinavian swimmers. So to everybody that has been reaching out and been so concerned about me. I just want to let you know that I'm okay and I'm on my way to recovery now <laughs> that oh, I have my sour skin. My God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we like, and this was a very impromptu decision. Um, our parents of all, particularly Livy's mom and my mom have been relatively not relative they have been very strict during quarantine as they should absolutely not here to argue that um it's important to be strict during quarantine it's important to stay home when you can but um I don't know I think that I don't know about not to speak for mama Jen but as per my mom I think that she kind of 
to a degree felt bad knowing that this was probably one of the only trips, if not the only trip I'd be able to take this summer. And we are taking mm-hmm. all necessary precautions. Sophie, Liv, and we I were. have already kind of, like, they're pretty much the only people that I see um, yeah. outside of my family. So we just kind of stayed around ourselves. When we went out into the main town of Santa Fe, we really, I mean, as everyone was great about wearing masks, mm-hmm. also Make cases are very low in New Mexico, which is great. And yeah, yeah, practice good social distancing. But we spent a lot of the time, honestly, at Libby's grandparents' house. And it was yeah. fantastic. And we also, I'm very proud to say, only made, what, one stop at an actual, like, gas station. Other than that, we didn't, like, really stop at any places along the way, which was also good. Yeah. Um, We had lots of peas and poopies on the side of the road. Um, (laughs) um, But when we did stop at a real gas station, wait, I guess we stopped. There was once where, because didn't you use a gas station? Oh, yes, yes. So we did two times, times, once on the way there and back. Yeah. So once, I think we all only went once, but every time we, or both times we did it, we brought like this thing of Clorox wipes. And when I went with Sophie, we like got into this bathroom and just completely like wiped down every single surface. We were so freaked out. So um yeah anybody concerned by the fact that we sort of traveled we really didn't we just were in the car for a really long time exactly Um, yeah it was because we truly we went down into main town so we like uh, truly we went on a hike when we were in santa Fe. other than that sit at the house the only time that we were not at the house we bought a parking meter for four hours thinking we would like go and like have fun and we ended up using only an hour and a half of it before getting to go food from a restaurant and driving back to Libby's grandparents' house to eat lunch mm-hmm. at their house. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah, like, seriously. as exciting as the whole thing got. It was more so just, like, a giant car ride than anything. <laughs> yeah, we, and we just, like, I think we so badly needed to just, like, chill in a really pretty place and just hang out together. Um, and it's always good to have, like, a change of scenery. When we at, exited the state of Colorado, we were, like, thank God. <laughs> Um, not that I, we don't love Colorado. It's just been stuck here. But it was exciting also. It was. Like, yeah. like, cause we all, I think, not, I think we all had travel plans over the summer that got yeah. canceled. Libby was supposed to go to Italy. I was supposed to go to Europe. Like mm-hmm. there's all of these different things that were supposed to happen. And again, I think that my mom, a big part of her letting me go, not only was the fact that she knew that Libby and Sophie were ultimately just kind of an extension of our family to a degree, but I think that she was like, okay, yeah, exactly. I think that she was like, okay, a lot of stuff got canceled. I'm, you're not going to go anywhere else over the summer. You can take a quick glorified road, like drive basically (laughs) (laughs) with your friends and come back home. Exactly. Because we also, we didn't leave until about 3 p.m. on Monday and Mm -hmm. we were home by 9 p.m. on Wednesday. Yeah, it was like barely 48 hours, but it was, it was so much fun. I'm so glad we got to do it. Um, yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, it was so much fun. I forget what I was going to say, but we were, oh, <laughs> when I asked my mom, she was like, she was a little on the fence, rightfully so, especially because like my grandparents are in an at-risk category. Um, They're just like barely 60. Um, Just kidding. They're older than that. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say their age though they're like such beautiful people but um she was just like a little concerned and 
you know, a road trip sounds risky in these times and public bathrooms is that's the last place anybody wants to be or their child to be. And I was like, mom, I was supposed to leave for Italy today. And then she was like, yeah, okay. You can go. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. yeah, but it was it was good. Like Liv said, I think like just kind of being able to get out um, because previously I think a lot of us were like, okay, well, we probably just won't really be living the state for a while, which is totally fine. Life could be so much yeah. worse, but oh, so having the opportunity to, you know, go get out from home for a second, be with friends for a second um, and just catch up in a very um, like as safe of a way as we could, I think was really nice for all of us. We've now been home for a while. Everyone's still safe and healthy, which is great yeah. as well. So, um, life's going, life's going pretty good so far, I would say. (laughs) Definitely. Also, disclaimer, if you guys hear me cough on this episode, I feel like I've said this before. I have horrible allergies right now. Um, and that is why I'm coughing. I am roni free as far as I know. Good. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so what else is going on in your life, Liv? What is, like, any other big news and stuff like that? Anything you need to uh, Not get really. off your I chest? Mean, I think the, you know, my life is pretty consumed, as all of ours are. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> my life is pretty consumed, as, as are everybody's, with really corona and Black Lives Matter. So you know, you and I both have been trying to stay really active in Black Lives Matter and just, I'm trying to really learn everything I can. And I feel like, you know, it's, it's uncomfortable and it's, it's, it's a lot of mistakes and just, yeah. So that's a big part of what I'm doing. Um, And then, yeah, we found out that our school has put all performance classes for the fall online, which I think everyone is really bummed out about. So currently trying to figure out what the heck I'm going to do there. I'm still planning to move back to New York. So is Elise, my beautiful roommate, and most of my friends. So that's good. Um, I sort of just want to work at Beholden, the bridal shop through anthropology and just like kind of give my whole life to that as you should (laughs) but I mean um I mean who is playing planning weddings right now it's just weird it's just a weird time so yeah Yeah. besides that not very much we went to world market today indeed yeah how about you you're you're uh, working so hard on the visa process yeah. So it, yeah, that's been kind of consuming most of my time. Um, I don't know, like if any of our listeners um, have ever gone through a visa process before I sympathize with you, it is extremely daunting, very, very stressful. Um, and it's been made that much more complicated and stressful because of the given cir- circumstance basically. And yeah, because so many government systems and businesses and organizations are on like are still either completely shut down or at like 50% capacity workload and so getting documents that you need for part of your visa application is like extremely difficult Mm -hmm. um and so big news though so basically 
this is kind of very, again, this just kind of adds to kind of how stressful and complicated this process is. But in order for me to go to university in Spain, I have to, part of my visa thing is basically taking legal documents that have been legalized here in the United States and legalizing them with the Spanish government and the Ministry of Education and the King and Queen of Spain. It sounds fake. It's like, yeah, it literally is legalizing documents with the King and Queen of Spain. And so this is a process called the... Uh, um, apostille of the Hague, and it's basically a notary in a degree, but again, it's making legal documents in the U.S. legal in Spain as well, and so one of the big documents that I had to get was a federal background check, and I, I got that back on May 19th, and I shipped my federal background check that same exact day off to D.C. to be apostilled, and it was supposed to be a four to five day process. I quote from the document that Colorado Fingerprinting um, gave me, yeah. which is a government service here in Colorado, by the way. And it has been out there since then with no word so that we're going on eight weeks now. And all of a sudden, when I was losing hope today, I got an email saying that my federal background check has been approved for a postal and is currently Yay! being shipped back to my house with a tracking <laughs> number. So it's finally Thank on goodness. its way. Yeah. And so it's been like <laughs> an added level of stress because um, the consulate, which is kind of like a Spanish embassy basically, but the consulate that I'm supposed to go to my visa appointment for has shut down all appointment times. So my admissions advisor from IE basically contacted someone that she knows through the consulate and was able to secure a slot to just give them all of her students' paperwork. Um, and my, I had to send in my visa application completely uncompleted. It was missing three major documents. Yeah. And so she was like, you're just going to have to go for it. This is the best you can do because I have no other option. Mm -hmm. I can't like book a later appointment. And so she was like, just send me the stuff because this is your only in to get your documents to the visa or to the mm -hmm. consulate. And now I'm going to, as documents arrive, send them directly to LA to be put into my visa, basically. So kind of stressful because I'm not sure how it's going to turn out, but I'm hoping for the absolute best. The other big news that happened I told Liv about today is... Everyone was a little worried about the EU closing borders to the U.S. among many, many other countries who have not been taking serious protocols to COVID-19, mm -hmm. as they should, quite frankly. And um, yeah. basically, our school contacted us today, and they were like, we have confirmation from the Spanish government that if you have a student visa, um, that you are going to be allowed to come into Spain legally. You'll be permitted to do so, which is great. So hopefully right. if I get my visa, I'll be able to go to school on time. But the issue is my parents obviously do not have student visas. So <laughs> I'm going to have to move myself into college in a foreign country by myself, which is really scary, no, but I'll yeah, make that's it happen. So scary. You're um, gonna, yeah, you're going to be okay, but I cannot even imagine that. It'll be interesting. I think my biggest concern is like how many bags I'm going to have and be like, like, how do I maintain them and get them from destination to destination? I think that's my big thing of like, I, and then I'm going to have to go like shopping for my apartment by myself and like, just kind of, it's going to be weird. Weird. Absolutely. But as I told you, I will FaceTime you the whole time. Even if it's the Perfect. middle of the night for me, I will be Perfect. there. That's what I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate that so much. So things are like looking good, but there's some complications in the way, but it's been, 
it's been wild. I, I, it's been um, very grounding, though. It's given me a very interesting perspective. I've gone through a lot of things that a lot of 18-year-olds don't have to do, which has been pretty cool for the experience, I could say. So Yeah. Yeah, it's also good, like, perspective to have probably just to know, like, what other people go through. Like, if it is like that to get a student visa in Spain, can't imagine what it's like to get one for the U.S., you know? Yeah, I don't even know what the visa and, like, uh, yeah, I, I don't even want to know yeah, what it, how I can't complicated speak to it is, no truly. Idea. It's mind-blowing. It, and it's, like, there's so many tiers to it, like, that they make you do, like, in order to get a student visa, you have to have Spanish health insurance. You have to. So mm-hmm. even if your health insurance here in the United States can cover, like, domestic travel or, interna- sorry, international travel and stuff, it doesn't matter. You have to buy a Spanish health insurance plan. Um, and so it's just it, the amount of stuff that goes into it. And so again, yeah, if mm-hmm. I had to do all of that to be a student in Spain, truly, I can only imagine what it would be like to try to like live in America. I can only imagine, especially post 9-11, how mm-hmm. complicated the process truly must be. Yeah. Blows my mind. <clears throat> Absolutely blows my mind. Yeah, me too. Me too. But I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm proud of you. You've been, Liv's been dealing with a lot in regard to school, of course, and like BLM in re- as being president of her improv troupe, which is a big deal. Um, and mm-hmm. so she's been, you know, I'm very proud of you for the efforts you've been putting forth. And I know you've, you're going through a lot when it comes to academics as well. So we're in this together in very different Thank ways, you. but we're in this together. Yeah, definitely. We definitely are. Thank you for saying that, though. Of course, um, of course. Yeah, it's just crazy to even imagine like what life could look like in a few months for both of us. Because um, mm-hmm. we're both planning to move. I'm planning to move back to New York, and you're planning to move to Spain in like less than two months for both of us. Like next month. Happy July, by the way. I don't. I truly do not understand how we've gotten to July. I like. I really do not know. I was just thinking about this like I was having deja vu almost when we were filming this because I remember Mm -hmm. same setup like sitting here at my desk on my iPad and looking out my window while recording and there being Mm -hmm. snow on the ground and there is now the dead middle of uh, of summer like it is 80 degrees outside consistently every day that is mind-blowing but I feel like nothing happened between those periods of time no me neither like this has not been yeah. Oh. Ah. <laughs> I know. Like it's so the bizarre. The people that listen to this, like, witness us going from, like, really, like, with it to, like, having these existential crises, sometimes multiple times in one episode. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that this is what I'm excited about with Aloe there is, like, obviously, like, you know, I am sad to say to our listeners, and I'm not making things mm-hmm. official, but odds are once the school years start ramping up, live and I, especially with me in Spain and live in New York, mm-hmm. the time difference, like Aloe there will probably take a hiatus, if you will, yeah, until like maybe Christmas break or something. Yeah. yeah. And we'll have like more, yeah, slow down. Like maybe we'll do like every other week episodes. We'll have to see. Yeah, but, like once a month. Yes, exactly. And so I think that it's really interesting though, because I remember at the beginning of this, so many adults would talk to me and they were like, as a young person, you should be documenting your experience mm-hmm. during COVID-19. 
And I was like, you know, journals, as much as I have tried them and respect them, it's never been something I've been able to like consistently keep up with. Mm-hmm. But this is like, I have an obligation to keep up yeah. with every week for the most part. We've had our little slip ups, of course. But yeah. <laughs> um, I think that it's interesting to have this, like knowing that this podcast will exist forever which is also kind of scary to think about but it'll exist forever on a platform hopefully I'll have access to forever and I'll be able to like listen back of like oh my gosh that was crazy yeah this was during Black Lives Matter like this was during COVID-19 and like hear our reactions about things and our thought process about things I think it'll be really interesting like years and years down the line to be able to reflect back and not have a physical journal but have these audio files yeah that's a really good point I completely agree and it's cool that we're able to do it like in a way where people are listening along, but ultimately, like, this, we did this so much for us. We just needed mm-hmm. something, and we've just grown to really enjoy it, which is great, but, um, yeah, that is a really good point. I even want to li- listen back to, like, episode one, which was, like, the last week of March or something. Um, I feel like it would make me really emotional, I feel like I'm going to have, like, this crazy emotional experience when I, like, enter my apartment, you know? As you I feel should, like, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's when it's going to hit me. I truly feel like this stuff has not hit me yet, which is weird. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it's odd times. And do you, this is a little off topic, but now that I'm just thinking of it, do you know mm. when you're going to go back to New York? Do you have, like, a set date? Do you know when school's supposed to start? Or, like, I know this is, like, but, like, roughly, are you, like, mid-August? Or, like, what Like what do you think? Yeah. I think school's supposed to start, like, August 29th or something. I mean, really, okay. who knows? <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. All I know right now is I'm scheduled to nanny through August 15th. Um, I could see myself leaving on, like, the 17th or 18th of August. Yeah, I think that's when I'll go back now, um, which I'm so excited for, like, just to, you know, really, I just, like, I'm, I so badly want to clean my apartment. I left it in such a mess. um, I want to, like, come with you just to clean your apartment. The satisfaction that would come from that would be mind-blowing. The 29th of August is my plane, is my flight out. Can we, you should come with me. We should work on that. I love that we're like, my mom barely let me go on a like glorified drive <laughs> with my friends. And we're like, I think you should come to New York City with yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> Jim, Jim got to fly. This is, okay. That fair. is our this argument is for everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's valid. It's valid. My mom's going to listen to this and be like, God damn it. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like your mom and my mom, we lost them as <laughs> This is true. My mom, I think, made it through episode four, and then she was like, I, I just am so busy. Oh, my gosh. So. My mom did not even get that far. Like, <laughs> but I love like my mom. I love yeah. my mom. I don't even think my dad has listened to one episode, but I love them. And they see That's me why a lot. You- like, I wouldn't want to listen to somebody I was seeing every day. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking on the, on the topic of listeners. Okay. If you're a consistent listener, unless it makes you uncomfortable, can you like tell us, because we all the time are like, we know that Libby's Nana listens to this. Mara. Mara. Um, 
I don't know who the who other else? like twenty to thirty people are. Oh my my godmother Deb. Deb. I those are literally the three that, that I know it. consistently like, listen. I don't but know like who else consistently listen? Also, Amora, like good Nana, on you. Like it, like wow, thank you. Because what a shit show at times. You know what? No, I need to stop publicly bashing us. I'm sorry. <laughs> Except last week's episode or, or two weeks ago, the inventions episode. Um, that was a mess. That was a mess. We are sorry for that one. Yeah, we're we're very sorry. That was a mess. <laughs> oh my it was, god. But I mean, like all the time, Libby and I are like, okay, we know that we have Libby's Nana, we have Deb, and we have Mora. Who else is listening to this? Like Shannon Kittleston, I know has been big because she texts me pretty regularly. Mm-hmm with like following up whenever we ask questions or stuff like that. So Shannon, I know is like, like definitely keeping up to date as well. I don't know. I literally don't know. We get like what you said, we get like between like 25 and 30 listeners usually about per episode. Mm-hmm. Weekly, I yeah. Know. I wonder who else. We appreciate you. Yeah, we really do. Thank you. Yeah. I think my sister listens. So that's nice. <laughs> oh hi Lucy. But I think I think the whole like journey for us with this has been I remember from the beginning we were like we want this to be a distraction for people. We don't want this to be like an added source of bad news, which mm-hmm. which is which was nice of us I think to to feel and at that point everything everything was about this. Like I like there was nowhere you could turn. But now I feel like we're coming, we're starting to accept, like, this is just life right now. And I think sometimes it's comforting to hear others talk about it. And to also know that, like, I think we preach a lot of, like, stay positive, guys. But mm-hmm. we're, we're, we don't, we're not always feeling like that. We both well, have and that's what really I tough rony days. I think that's what's like, a, I, I think, granted, I made, the, I'm a part of this podcast, so I, I'm not, I'm a little biased, but what I liked to believe is like pretty soon after we created the podcast and I realized that we were pretty consistently, obviously before BLM, pretty consistently talking about, um, uh, about coronavirus and stuff. And I was, I think very quickly, I was like, okay, but we're talking about this in a different light. It's kind of like John Krasinski's, mm-hmm. like, some good news and stuff like that, yeah. where it's, like, it's talked about, but in a different light than media. We're not sitting here, like, CNN, CNBC, Fox, like, just, like, berating you with, like, facts and statistics and stuff like that, but more so yeah. humanistic outlook on it of, like, like our episode about self-care and being, like, mm-hmm. during, cor- like, COVID-19 lockdown, sometimes you can get insecure in yourself and how you're taking care of yourself and like your abilities and your productivity throughout the day. Let from like two people who are very average, you know, like just hear us out of the fact that like you shouldn't compare yourself to these people because that's not a realistic outlook during a quarantine, during a pandemic. And so I think very quickly I was like, okay, well, even if it's not necessarily a distraction, it's being shed in a very different and I hopefully relatable light, I think was what mm-hmm. I'm trying to get at. Like, you know? Yeah, I agree completely. And I think it's just nice. I think, you know, again, we, we made this, so we're biased, but um, mm-hmm. to know that, to listen to other people like your age or younger or older um, who are also navigating their ways through this, like we by no 
memes are getting on and we're like, well, this is how we are perfecting quarantine and we're doing so well. Um, because sometimes we're not and like we both like especially in terms of self-care and keeping ourselves busy and keeping ourselves keeping ourselves in touch with our privilege and checking each other on that but also um, letting ourselves like feel bummed when we need to I mean we're making mistakes on that every day just in life in general but Mm -hmm. this stuff really brings out like just the other day my therapist was like so how are you taking care of yourself and I like really didn't know what to say. Like I could say like, oh, like I bought these new skincare products, but I was like realizing while she asked me, sorry, this is kind of a tangent. Like I wasn't really doing anything to take care of myself. I was like really getting into like working out and doing a lot of like intense like physical self-care within like skincare and stuff like that with no intention of making myself feel better because I think also like for for I think especially for girls during this but for for guys as well this has really this has made this is this is really like I don't know any person any of my one of my like female friends who isn't struggling with like food right now or like how to take care of your body and wanting to look your best and I think everybody has this dream of coming out of this and being this like completely beautiful new person on the inside and the outside when in reality like when we quote unquote come out of this like what does that even look like Mm -hmm. are we never we probably know it's probably not going to be this like oh today it's over it's just going to happen gradually and the fact of the matter is like we've all gone through some tough stuff like this is hard um and so yeah I'm sorry this is a little bit of a tangent but I just want to like offer myself to anybody who's listening if you're really struggling with stuff like that like any sort of body image like food related just the way you look related stuff I am right there with you and I feel like nobody's really talking about it about how this time is like really weirdly hard on you um and I just want listeners to know like I would love to be a resource for you and I feel like I need resources and I know you feel you would be a great resource as well Mm. yeah (laughs) Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Because again, we going back to like one of our original topics is like comparing yourself to other people. Like there's always this standard. In normal life, there was a standard of what a perfect, productive, healthy life looks like from right. beauty bloggers to the Kardashians to, mm-hmm. you know, everything in between. And again, like that just as much, like we saw how the world was able to so quickly at the snap of a finger adjust to like applying everything to like our given situation so like the second that we were in quarantine commercials flipped done Mm -hmm. all it talked about was quarantine coronavirus the pandemic and so i think the in the exact same way people were able to flip a switch beauty bloggers famous people you know travel blogger everyone who has a platform was able to be like well this is how i'm being productive in quarantine and here's me and so i think it's easy to like especially like more than ever kind of internalize that because Mm -hmm. in normal day-to-day life, you can internalize a video and someone's healthy, productive lifestyle, but 
but then you have real life to be distract distracted with whereas in quarantine yeah. you know even though now like we're kind of easing back into things with you know being at work and you know being able to go out yada 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 you still have a lot more time like a void that you're filling time with now that you don't have yeah. a normal life anymore quote unquote to sit and think and ponder and look back over blogs and look back over Instagram posts and TikToks and YouTube videos. Like it is all you see. You're consuming that mm -hmm. much more media than you ever were before. So you're that's a good point. Nonstop. Yeah, gosh, it's so hard. And now there's like this perfect, healthy quarantine lifestyle. I mean, even our first episode was like, it was like ideas for activities to do in quarantine, but it, it, it was like everything was like, well, here's how to stay productive. Here's how to stay healthy. Here's how to stay active. Um, and I remember seeing a lot of stuff from like random people and hearing things from my classmates and professors like, dude, do you have every right to feel like you can't create right now? You can't work out every day. It's hard. It is really hard. And yeah. So I agree. I think we're just consuming so much and anything that I feel like we're seeing or that you guys are seeing that's like, here's how to avoid the Corona 15 or whatever. Just like flush that down the drain. That is, that is like, that is just so toxic. Like we're in the middle of a pandemic. We need to be focusing on other things than how to avoid gaining weight. Oh. This is gross. Because I think, yeah, like exactly. Like it's mis it's giving out misinformation is ultimately what it's mm -hmm. doing. Like there is a very large as we know, there is a stigma that exists about body weight specifically in the female community, you know? Mm -hmm. Um but not only does that stigma exist, but it's like it's false because you look at yourself and you're like, Ugh. and if you have like a little bit of you know like a little bit of body weight around your abdomen area in particular mm -hmm. a little bit on your legs or a little on your underarm and stuff like you're immediately like oh well i'm unhealthy oh mm -hmm. my god i should not have a little bit of tummy fat like i am unhealthy no that's you, there is you cross bit. a threshold you can cross a threshold into unhealthy yeah. levels of weight but really you're like like you're you're fine like truly like like unhealthy to you is truly not medically unhealthy you're beautiful like it's totally yeah. fine but you're kind of fed this ideal of like, oh my God, if I have an ounce of body weight, that's not pure muscle, you know, like then, oh my God, that's unhealthy. I'm clearly unhealthy. I'm not a healthy person. Like yeah. there are so many people who are vegans and eat only raw diets and so many vegetables and fruits and work out every day. And they're quote unquote larger in the public mm -hmm. eye and they're healthy individuals. Like people healthy. truly at the end of the day it's not an excuse people truly are just different shapes and sizes mm -hmm. and that's not bad that's not, not healthy but we're told that if you're not skinny and perfect and like you know have a you know washboard abs and you know a rigorous fitness routine like if you have mm -hmm. that fantastic but that does not define true medical human health agreed agreed exactly it's just whatever you feel best and oh it's hard it's hard, but we are here for you guys if you if anybody needs that um support because this is an extra tough time for it, like we said. Mm -hmm. And for everything. I mean, really, like I think we we'll say it over and over and over again and we'll keep saying it. This is like this is the first and probably last time in both of our lives where things are just gonna pause and then that's it, you know? Yep, exactly. I have like never had so much time to 
sort through all of the stuff that like I push to the side in a regular day-to-day life, which is hard. It's hard, but it's good. It is. It's good. <sighs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think it's a great thing to bring up is, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think that it's like, it's, there's just misinformation in general, as we know, but like truly at its core, blatant misinformation when it comes to body weight and beauty standards, specifically for women. Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you for going on that roller coaster with, with us, yeah. everyone. <laughs> We're glad you stuck by us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Times are odd, as we've said 40,000 times minimum during this podcast, but it is very, very true indeed. Um, But, yeah. Wait, I have a challenge idea. Did you have one that you were going to say? No, go for it. Okay, I think this week's challenge should be the next person, ad, TikTok person, like whatever, anything. Picture, video, TikTok. Um celebrity that you come across that is posting something or putting something out there that you think sets an unrealistic expectation of like body image or like every day-to-day life in quarantine block them and you can do this to one but I'd prefer that you do it to like 20 so that's your guys's challenge this week and I was talking to you about this just the other day where I was like dude if you're following someone because you want to look like them and every time you see a post whether it's a tweet a facebook post an instagram a tiktok whatever and you find yourself not enjoying their content for their content but instead looking at it and comparing yourself to them why are you following them mm-hmm. you should not be following them you're not you're not doing anything for yourself by following someone just to compare yourself to so yep. Not to diminish, there are people out there who are living beautiful lifestyles. They get to publish the content that they want to publish and create. But if you're following them with the sole intent to compare yourself to them as an expectation for yourself, you don't want that in your life. That ain't worth it. Get rid of them. Unfollow them. You don't need to have it. There is no point. Like you're going to, it's just going to, every time they post, make you relapse in bad judgment about yourself. And you don't need that. So if you're following them to genuinely follow them and enjoy their content, that's totally fine. Agreed. 100%. (laughs) Yes. And so um, this week's podcast that we're going to go ahead and recommend to you guys, um, this is not from people of color. However, um, if you're basically like someone who's like me, I really, really like true crime podcasts. And um, I've fallen in love with this podcast called Crime Junkie. And um, it's by AudioChuck. And basically, if you look on pretty much any streaming platform, whatever platform you're listening to this on, you can find it. Just look up Crime Junkie. It's hosted by this um, cute little lady named Ashley Flowers. And they basically talk about murders and unsolved murders and mysteries and stuff like that. And if you go ahead and change your settings, particularly on Spotify, I don't know how other platforms work, to sort the episodes from newest to oldest. I'll go ahead and do this so I know that I'm doing the right thing here. Basically, from any time from right before June and to now, the only episodes that they have covered have been about unsolved and unjust murders to the Black community. So you can learn more about, um, they, and they go in and they dive in about like the laws and the specifics about the court system that like basically showed injustice to people of color. And they had episodes about trans Black women, 
which is mm-hmm. so important. And then they so did an episode important. about um, the LGBT community and unjust treatment of the LGBT community when it comes to hate crimes in the criminal justice system. And in particular, um, I want to say that it is episodes, um, I think that it is the episode of Murdered Matthew, Daniel, and Islan, and then Monsters of Ohio Part 1. It's one of those ones, I believe, but if you listen to either of those, all ad revenue is being donated to a um, Black Lives Matter organization. I do forget which one. So that's another great way if you don't have a lot of money to particularly donate. If you yeah. listen to one of those episodes, and I do apologize if it is not one of those, but if you listen to one of them, you're supporting Black Lives Matter. All ad revenue is going to be going straight to those causes. So again, you're checking boxes, you're getting educated, you're learning more um, about the unjust system, and you're also supporting ad revenue and money that can go towards these causes. So it's really interesting as well to listen to that stuff and to become educated about it, especially the one I haven't learned a lot about um, Matthew Shepard. Even that, that's even though that's so famous to like really hear more about that as a, a person from the LGBT community. Um, again, they talk about important stuff, and I think it's really interesting how they've been able to convert their platform to support this movement in so many ways and to support Pride throughout June. So I highly recommend it. I love it. <laughs> you were like falling asleep while I was talking. No, I wasn't. Like... I was just no, I was listening. <laughs> God damn it, Donovan. <laughs> so mean I can never please you (laughs) all right well we thank you guys um as always comments questions concerns anything in between text them to us dm them to us comment them to us however you want to reach out we appreciate it all any suggestions for topics we also appreciate um we hope you guys are staying safe and healthy Keep wearing your masks. Keep social distancing. Keep educating yourself and supporting BLM. Anything else to add? Yeah. No, I second all of that. Love you guys. We love you. We hope you have a great week. And we look forward to seeing you next Friday. And happy July. Enjoy the 4th. Be safe and smart about your decisions. (laughs) Okay, Dad. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) 